Welcome to the Kevin Merrick Show with Tim Roberts, where nothing is off-limits. From on-the-field action to off-the-field drama, if it happens here, we talk about it here. Let's go! Alright, so it is just me today. Uh, because Tim is on vacation. So, you're stuck with me, the host, with the most, Kevin Merrick. What's going on, guys? Today is opening day for, oh, I guess, home opener for the Guardians, and the Cavs season is on the line tonight. Also, we've got some Baker Mayfield drama. So, let's go ahead and hop into the Baker drama, because I've got that stuff ready on Twitter. (laughs) Um, So... Baker Mayfield um, went on the infamous podcast that we've all kind of been waiting for him to go on, um, and he basically just aired his grievances. Um, Obviously, nothing he said was wrong, but at the same time, I don't know. It's just... he. I have have a clip from the the interview. It's a minute and 17 seconds long. Um, But in another clip, which I believe is not in this clip, but in another clip, um, he said that the injuries were a huge factor and definitely affected his play, and it just basically went downhill from there. But if you remember in a previous press conference with Baker, uh, he said that if the injuries were hindering him, uh, then he wouldn't be playing, and he kind of just contradicted himself with that. Uh, but let's go ahead and listen to this first little section of his interview that we're going to uh, talk about in this first segment. Right now, I was like, I really, truly, honestly have no regrets of my time in Cleveland of what I tried to give to that place. Right. And true Clevelanders and true Browns fans know know that. And that's why I can walk away from the whole situation feeling like I, I did it. And now, do you, feel like, do you feel like the way the office has handled it? has been disrespectful to you given what's given where you came in and where they are now and uh i mean yeah the respect thing is like it, it's all it's all going to be like a personal opinion yeah like, and i don't i no i, I feel disrespected 100 percent, because i was told one thing and they completely did another that's what i'm in the middle of right now and you know what okay i got i got my taste of it because i've had four different head coaches in four years a bunch of different coordinators i've had talk about the highs they always come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always come back. <laughs> always. Yeah. But like, I mean, I had great times my rookie year. Like, I didn't, I didn't start in the beginning. I came in and got to have fun the back half of the year. Twenty nineteen sucked. Twenty twenty was great. Made the playoffs. Twenty twenty one was miserable. It's like, yeah. I'm just looking for stabilization right now, and like, I know what I need to do for me to be to be the best version of me, right. and to be able to lead an organization. And like, I'm in a good place right now. Right. We're like, all right. I, so. What happened with that? Um, <laughs> I want to focus on the little last part, and then we'll discuss that whole thing there. Um, he had brought up, obviously, the four coaches in four years, a bunch of different coordinators in four years. Uh, rookie year was all right. You know, he had fun, whatever. I mean, rookie year was very fun to watch. He broke the rookie passing touchdown record. So, I mean, that's no ordinary quarterback can just do that. Um, but, you know, 
you got your next year after that horrible and then the year after that was solid year after that sucked because of an injury now we're going to talk mostly about um this past year because well let's let's really you know real, real quick we'll just dive into um the his uh second year his sophomore season with uh freddie or yeah 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 that was his sophomore was freddie interim head coach and then he had Stefanski and then Stefanski again so yeah so okay so you know his sophomore he had Freddie Kitchens as his head coach not great um you can't really put a whole lot of blame on that it was a sophomore season and he was making Baker do things that aren't really his strengths um so it, it didn't work out but then you go into you know Stefanski and you get Stefanski you go win a playoff game in COVID. Um, looks great. We all thought we were good to go. And then you get this season. So, obviously, we saw um, a very... We saw a really, really good quarterback. I wouldn't say an elite quarterback, but we saw a really good quarterback last year. Not like last season, but last year. You know, 2021 season was... Great. And, um, well, no. 2020 season was great. Because we won the playoffs in 2020. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Lots of dates. <laughs> but the 2020 season was great. Um, won the playoffs. Uh, you know, great things. Great things happened. Um, and then you got your 2021, 2022 season. Not so great. Injuries. But if you, if you take a look at the, you know, when we won in the playoffs, Baker didn't really get hot until halfway through the season, which I'm not complaining about, you know, Baker, you know, oh, well, you did witness a playoff game, so that's great. Lots of quarterbacks have won playoffs games, and they are no longer on our team anymore. Um, I could really start a whole list if y'all want, but I don't want to go down that path. Um, you really just got to think about it like this so he looked really really solid in our in the playoff season that we had and then you go and he gets hurt now if if baker doesn't get hurt in that uh texans game in week two i i personally don't think we're even having this conversation i think we have had already extended baker and not just like you know like that fifth year option but I, i'm saying like we actually extend baker um and we're happy we get to the playoffs and we win a playoff game or two and then we're done because uh, honestly that's really what i was starting to think was going to be the case um obviously everything based off of one playoff win which it, it's hard to you know get a really solid idea of what you know the direction that we we're going in but Personally, I think that we were going to head into the direction of we win a few playoff games, never really finish big, and then we, you know, go back to the drawing board and hope for hope for better. Because I really don't think that Baker's got it in him to do to to win a championship. Um, yeah, sure, he has it in him to win a playoff game, to win win games. Uh, but there's been a lot of a lot of games that you know 
when it when it was based solely on quarterback play, you lost. Um, lots of final, you know, final drive games where you score, you win, or you, at least if you score, you tie it up, and um, you lost those ones. Not a single one of those did he win this year. Now, yeah, injuries are a big factor in this whole thing. Um, well, according to Baker, they didn't matter or else he wouldn't be playing. But according to interview that he did, it did matter. So what what are we to, to believe? Um, but, I mean, you just think of the one that, you know, he wasn't injured in the Chiefs game, right? And uh, he had one drive to come back and win, and he threw a pick. Now, we could all say that he was trying to throw the ball away. Sure. Uh, you know, elite quarterback make make better decisions when you're in that position if you're throwing it out if you're throwing out a play throw it out don't try and you know do whatever he did and throw a perfect pick um and then you know you've got a bunch of other games you have the chargers game you have the packers game it, it there are plenty of games that happen this season the ravens game the steelers game where we were down, and then it's based on, all right, this is your final drive. Go win the game. You couldn't do it. Sure, injuries. If you were injured, you shouldn't have played. Honestly, I think if Baker didn't play this season, I again, I don't think we would be having this discussion, but we are. Um, I don't think that they would have, uh, you know, turned so quickly on the whole situation if he didn't get injured because they didn't really have a really good evaluation of him. Um, and honestly, I think Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski really just wanted to get their own guy in here. Uh, Baker was past regime. Sure, you can say that Andrew Barry and Paul DePodesta were there and, you know, were included in the process. But that was, I mean, it was really John Dorsey and uh, Hugh Jackson's call to bring him in. And... Clearly, Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski want to go a different route, hence, you know, trading for Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, I really just hope this Baker stuff is done because I'm ready to be done talking about it uh, because we've got greater things to talk about um, because the gar- – I almost had to put a, <laughs> a nickel in the swear jar. The Guardians' home opener is today – so that's great. Uh, Guardians are on a five-game winning streak, so that's really fantastic. And those games that they've won, they've scored double digits. So, well, I believe maybe four out of the five, three out of the five. I know we, we've definitely got some good bats going right now. Uh, we're very hot at the moment. Um, it's nice to see uh, Stephen Kwan, you know, really showing up as a rookie. It's great. Uh, at some point, you will find pitchers that find holes in his game, and they will figure it out at some point. But for now, it's really fun. It, hey, it's like Baker's rookie year. You couldn't really figure him out until you got a lot of tape on him. That's why he looks so good in his rookie year, because they had no tape on him, and they didn't know you know, how he was going to respond. Same thing with Stephen Kwan. Uh, they might figure him out quick. Hopefully, they don't, they don't figure him out for a while. But you've all... You know... Jose Ramirez has been outstanding thus far. Um, 
pitching has been okay for the most part. Shane Bieber looking really solid. We have Zach Plezak tonight against the Giants. Uh, so hopefully we can pull out a W tonight. That would be very nice. Um, I really don't see... Obviously, you know, we're starting off hot now, but I, I don't see us doing much this season. Um, it's very, very early. We look really good right now, sure. It's very early, uh, very long season. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens as the season goes on. Um, you know, we just got uh, Naylor back. Um, that's very nice it's very helpful uh hopefully he'll be playing first base because that's where he's supposed to be so we'll see how we do tonight uh, i really wish i had tim with me because having uh conversations with yourself for 30 minutes is really uh difficult <laughs> but um actually i've got an idea to fill up some time so but let me uh well, we're, let's dive into the Cavs real quick because we actually have Jared Allen back tonight. So that's really going to help us a lot um, in this winning your in game tonight in the play-in. Final plan for the Eastern Conference uh, against the Hawks, obviously, at home. See, I think that's the difference maker right there. You know, the Cavs being at home. Every time I say... <laughs> <laughs> a uh, a team name. I have to like. Is this still their name? <laughs> because I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, get anyone mad. But um, you know, be, it being at home for the Cavs is a huge advantage over the Hawks. The Hawks are not a great road team, uh, and having Jared Allen back is really nice. Just just the fact of his defense presence. Um, now I don't expect him to be the Jared Allen before the injury. Just the fact that, you know, he'd been out for so long. It, it, he might be a little, uh, you know, a little awkward at first. It might be a little awkward for him because he hasn't really been in this situation in a while. You know, playing an actual team. He's been, you know, doing three-on-threes with coaches. And then just this week, he did walkthroughs with the team. Sorry. Uh, he just did walkthroughs to the team for the first time this week. So it'll be a interesting... Uh, an interesting game for him to see how he reacts to this. And then a very quick turnaround um, playing Sunday against the Heat. So ho it, we, obviously we got to get past the Hawks first. Um, you know, people that really got to step up, though, you can't have Okoro and Lavert and Markin and playing how they played. Uh, th those are supposed to be our, you know, I guess our stars. And Markkanen really looked like trash, uh... Tuesday, Okoro looked like trash. He wasn't doing much on defense, and that is his thing. He is very defensive-oriented, and he wasn't putting up many points offensively, so that really does us no good. And Karis LeVert, uh, you know, did very little. Uh, we, we need a nice, really nice game out of both of the all three of those guys tonight. We need Darius to just do what Darius does. Uh, if we get to a... If we jump a decent lead, uh, I'm not saying like anything crazy, but like maybe like 15, 10, and we just keep cruising, keep it in cruise control, and just go. You know, honestly, you know what? No, not keep it in cruise control. That's not what I meant to say. If you stomp on the gas, which is 
the exact opposite of cruise control. You gotta step on the gas, keep it going the whole time, and you you gotta win in the paint. If you don't win in the paint by my like by scoring or by just dominating in general, then I don't think you win this game. You have to win the paint. Uh, you have to force Trey Young to shoot hard shots. Uh, you gotta do what you can do. If he drives to the paint, he's gonna meet Tower City in there. So you really just you, you gotta force him to take hard shots. If he takes hard shots, misses, great. If he takes hard shots and makes it, you salute your cap. He's a great player. Um, it'll be really interesting tonight. I feel like because you win and you're in, and then the city will go crazy because it'll be the first time in the playoffs since LeBron was here. Uh, it'll be interesting. Very interesting. But I think the Cavs have a good opportunity to win tonight. No oh, shoot. Um, sorry. I think the Cavs have a good opportunity to win tonight. Uh, I could see it being a close game. But you never really know until, you know, until we find out. And the next thing that we're going to do here is we're going, since, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the draft. I just want to do a little something fun here. We're going to look back at a previous draft, which is the uh, 2018 draft, and do a click. Where are they now? All right. So, obviously, Browns, number one overall pick. Select Baker Mayfield. Um, obviously, not great. Just talked about it. And then, with the fourth overall pick, Browns select Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward is uh, a star, to say the least. Um, he's a little injury prone, but when he's healthy, he plays really well. I'm really happy he's on this team. I really wish they would extend him already um, because it just makes me think that they're thinking up something to... Uh, to do, and you know, I hope they don't try and send him anywhere else because I would like him here. Unless we're going to get, you know, like a get ourselves back into the first round, uh, that's the only way I could see us getting rid of him. I don't want to get rid of him. Uh, in the second round, with our 33rd pick, Browns take Austin Corbett, not here anymore, so uh, not much to talk about there. Uh, second round, pick 35 is Nicholas Jamal Chubb. Very, 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 very elite running back. So happy he's on our team. Uh, at first, I was just like, it seems like a really solid pick. Um, and now uh, it was a steal. One hell of a steal, hell of a player. Very happy he's here. Because if he was, if he was not here, I don't think we would have nearly as many wins as uh, as we do, you know total since then um round three 67 chad thomas oof <laughs> yeah not great not great um it's uh this was a john dorsey draft so so far we've hit on denzel ward and nick chubb so two picks so far great picks um Round four, pick 105, Antonio Callaway. We all know what happened with that. Um, I Honest, I'm not even sure if he's in the league anymore. Um, and if he is, he's definitely not starting anywhere because I would know if he is starting somewhere. 
and I just uh, I feel for the kid. You know, he he dealt with some stuff, and you know, I mean, I want to say he dealt with drugs, but I mean, he he smoked weed. That that's it. (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. Um, And now that they're starting to, you know, I'm sure. In the next few years, it won't even be a problem anymore. Or honest, I'm pretty sure it actually isn't a problem anymore anyways. So, yeah, that, that didn't last very long. Um, I guess he was a little late. <laughs> but round five, pick 150, Brown select, Jannard Avery. I wish he was still here. He's not. Uh, he, he was really solid. He definitely had some holes. Uh, there was lots of potential in him. But then we traded him or let him go. But obviously he's not on the team anymore. Wish he was. Another miss by him. Uh, round six, 175. Brown select Damian Ratley, gone. Uh, yeah, not good. Round six, 188. Brown select Simeon Thomas. Simon, yeah, Simeon Thomas, gone. Bum. Uh, round seven. Did we have a pick in seven? I didn't even think we had a pick in seven. No. We do not have a seventh rounder. I'm trying to think what we did with our seventh rounder there. I can't remember what we did with our seventh rounder. Um Yeah, not a great not a great draft by uh, John Dorsey. So the next draft after that was the twenty nineteen draft with John Dorsey again, I think. I'm trying to think, who was the GM for that? Let's see, where did we pick? Oh, that's right. We didn't have a first round pick because John Dorsey traded for um, OBJ. Yes, okay, so, okay, yep, I know exactly. Okay, all right, so round two. Brown select Greedy Williams. Solid pick. Um, when healthy, he's really solid. He's not a superstar caliber like Denzel Ward, but Denzel Ward is like kind of one of a kind. So you're you're uh, you know your uh, defensive back room looks pretty solid. I mean, we did pass on DK Metcalf. It is really funny looking at all all the people that we passed on, and now it's like. Damn, wish wish I had them. Uh, yeah, wow. Okay, so round three, the Browns go ahead and select Sione Takitaki. Uh, solid pick, solid linebacker, good on special teams. He definitely needs some work, but I think we'll be okay with him. And we we've got good linebackers now, so we're 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 pretty set so far. With that whole situation, round four, Browns uh, take Sheldrick Redwine, not on this team anymore. He was okay, uh, better on special teams. We do have a lot of good special teamers, um, but, yeah, they're not really great in their position. Uh, round five, Mac Wilson, not here anymore. Trader for uh, my boy Chase Winovich, going to have to get that jersey. Um, he was never really great. You could tell that he didn't really have a high ceiling. Uh, we thought he was a steal of the draft, and it just turned out that uh, we were wrong on that. Well, Cleveland was wrong on that. Round six, Brown select Drew Forbes. 
I uh, don't even think he's here anymore. Uh, round seven, Browns go ahead and select. Do we not have a seventh rounder? Nope. No, yes, we do. And <laughs> not even here anymore. Donnie Lewis Jr. So, yeah, um, that was John Dorsey's second draft. And then we get into the 2020 draft with Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski. So, round one, Browns go ahead and select Jedrick Wills. Um, he's pretty solid. Uh, I definitely, he needs some work, but I mean, he's really solid. He had a really, really solid rookie year. Uh, and now, obviously, it being two years, uh, we could see that there is definitely improvement. Uh, he wants to get better, and I, he uh, he will get better. We we have a franchise in him, so he'll be he'll be good for the next couple years, however long uh, his body will last. In round two, Browns go ahead and take Grant Delpit. Now we didn't really see him his rookie year because obviously he tore his Achilles. We got to see him a little last year. Um, he's solid. I, I would like to see a second year with him before I really make any big. Uh, judgments on him with that uh round three browns select jordan elliott um he's i he's a good backup um but he's definitely not starting caliber jacob phillips as well in this round uh didn't really get to see him a whole lot uh but he has good uh special team in him so that's great i uh, really didn't get to see him at all um last year because he tore his bicep so i would like to see another year before i really make any big uh judgments on him round four browns go ahead and take harrison bryant uh not a lot to say for him he's he's really solid um you already saw a huge change with him uh this year compared to his rookie season so you know he, he's doing great um, I would like to see him take another step, another level. Uh, if he can do that, then we'll be all, then we'll be set with that. Uh, Nick Harris in round five, we will be seeing a lot of him this year. Him being our starting center, most likely. Uh, they love him. Uh, didn't really get to see a whole lot of him, but from what we have seen, he's okay. Definitely needs some work, but that's nothing that uh, we can't handle because we have the best offensive line coach in the NFL. So <laughs> can't really complain with that. Drafting offensive linemen here will be great. Uh, round six, Browns go ahead and select my boy, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Very happy with that. Uh, his ceiling is high. He will have a great opportunity this year. Um, he looked really solid last year. His rookie season, he looked pretty solid as well. Um you can definitely see that he is trending upwards, and I'm very happy with that. And then we don't have a seventh rounder in this one. So, yeah, that was me filling time. So <laughs> I hope you liked that. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Um, we will only be doing episodes on Fridays now since uh, we're not as busy you know, with sports schedule. Um, so, yeah, just want to let you guys know that. Um, follow my Twitter. I tweeted it. 
But uh, as always, thank you for listening. Sorry this episode was kind of kind of slow. Um, doing episodes alone by yourself, alone by yourself. Yep, doing episodes by yourself is not the easiest in the world. So, but uh, um, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. Hopefully, we can get some wins tonight in both uh, both sports. That would be very nice. I care a little more about one, but uh, I'll let you guys decide which one that is. But uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Follow all my social medias. Uh, honestly, no, don't do that. Just follow my Twitter. Follow my Twitter for updates on the show. And uh, Tim and I, oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it'll just be me again next week. So I will see you guys Friday for another show. Hopefully Cavs are in the playoffs. Who knows? But thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And I will see you Friday. Peace.